Me, 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 me. Who do you love most? Me. <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. And I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to recall the events of a film that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about Little Rascals. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. <laughs> and Andy remembers the most he about Little Rascals. He's so excited about doing this freaking movie. The, the second we, before we even had the podcast. I own this movie. You wanted to talk about Little Rascals. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I owned this movie on VHS and I saw it numerous times. I, I don't remember the last time I saw it. It was maybe five years See, ago. See, I thought you'd be more raving about doing like time. Apple Dumpling Gang or something no. before this movie. Forget that movie. So let, me just, <laughs> let me just shoot out the, the very little knowledge that I have about this film. Alfalfa is a fairly main character, right? Yes. It's almost, yep. it's almost his story. Um, in a among, way. among a couple other characters, he's one of like the top Yeah, I feel like characters. he's got the A storyline. See, I, yeah, I, I definitely always took Little Rascals to be like the Alfalfa story. It just happened to be... But, again, I have not seen this movie in a long time. That could just be my so, perception because he has the most memorable moments. Maybe. So it's him and then there's the guy that kind of um, controls the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't remember his name exactly. Sparky. 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 I, I just made that up. <laughs> I just made that up. That's not right. That's not it's right. Be right. Write it down. We're gonna, Listen, I think it's gonna Sparky. be right. I think it's Sparky. I just made that up just now. There's, I don't have any sort of inkling that that's the correct answer. Brad, you've seen this movie. You know it's I know, Sparky. I know Buckwheat and I know Alfalfa, and that's it. And that's just from Silent Live sketches. I, was, sure. I, thought, I thought that was just going to be from your experience in agriculture. I, I, I was going to say, I thought it, I think it's... Are they all named after agriculture? Is, is there a... I thought it was Spike, but... Could be a spike, but I don't, I don't know. Anyway, so Alfalfa and him basically like started this club. The He-Man woman haters. Yeah, yes. and I, I think the beginning of the movie is the, f- the club getting together for their weekly meeting, and they're doing roll call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Alfalfa is not there because he he likes a lady, and yeah. that's not and allowed. He serenades the nades are on a boat. He's a, he's a walking contradiction. That's like Whoa. that's like their third amendment is no ladies, <laughs> and no one talks about no ladies. So I I think what happens is he's on a date with Darla, and they're on a Darla. Oh, they're man. on a boat. Yeah. They're on a little like a little like and row she, boat. And she's annoying, right? She's like, or or she like a. I mean, she's like playing like she's a twenty-year-old, like, but she's actually like five. Is she like a like a Lucy from Peanuts? Is she? No, like, she's just supposed to be just like a your pretty lady. Oh, okay. Who, yeah. For some reason, I thought she had like she was more aggressive. Maybe like, you were just really taken in by the the He-Man Woman Haters Club, so that was your perception. You were like, she's a girl. We need to get rid of her. Yeah. Well, but that's what happens with this club. Alfalfa's not there, so they decide to go out and find him. And they find him uh, in this the sailboat, or whatever it is, little rowboat. Row 
And uh, it's like it's supposed to be like a, a Venice boat like tour kind of. Yeah, and they scene. gondola kind of. Thing. Yeah, they listen so into his conversation with Darla, and it's all like lovey dovey, and they're getting really disgusted oh, with this. Oh man! But they spoil it somehow. I don't. I don't. They, really they put remember. a frog in the boat or sabotage it somehow. Yeah, they sabotage it somehow. I don't know if it's a frog or not, but they they definitely sabotage it. Hmm. And it doesn't go well. And how many times does Alfalfa's hair point up on its own? Do you want me to just come <laughs> up with a number? Is it, is it like six times that you just like, boing? I would say it's probably boing. like four times. Four times it gets boinged? Five times, Ooh, maybe? it's getting boinged over Ooh. here. I'll just go with a little, little two boing. I'm two boinging it. Yeah, so I think what happens after that is, uh, oh my god. I'm Isn't just the whole plot of the movie over. about a Soprox Derby? Isn't so that's that the whole like, idea? No, that's the tail end, the tail end of the movie is, like, the last half of it is about the Soapbox Derby. Okay. Yeah. So just to kind of jump into it, uh, Alfalfa and Sparky? <laughs> That's what we've made up. The yeah, we're going with that. It's They're not be... getting along because uh, Alfalfa's not really being a part of the club anymore. He's not participating as much. He's uh, contradicting their whole point. And um, Sparky and them used to be, like, really good friends. And so now they're bros. Real, real... Now, it's, now it's hoes before bros in exactly. this little rascal world. Screwing up everything. And so what happens is Alfalfa's saying that he's not really willing to change because he likes Darla a lot. And so Alfalfa goes on another date with her, but he brings her to the club because Darla says she wants to go to this club. She wants to, like, see what's inside. And he's like, I don't know if I should do that. I think that's against the rules. Women, am I right? (laughs) Come on, guys. Oh, So again... (laughs) She wants to be a rascal. She wants to be a little rascal. Yeah, she, well, she thinks she's Is there, like, like, an initiation that a member has to go through, maybe, in the movie? Like, there's, like, a new kid in town or anything like no, that? No, there's nothing like that. Okay. There's a lot of people in this club, though. There's there like, are. I mean, there are a lot of characters, yeah. Is it in a tree, or is it just, like, on the ground? No, it's just on the ground, but it's made out of, like, a ton of different pieces of wood. Like, none of it really goes together. Um, you can kind of see through it at points. But basically, like, Alfalfa brings Darla back to the this club. Does it get destroyed? Does the clubhouse get destroyed? It does, but oh, it, it does because um, they're trying to sabotage his date again. Oh, so okay. they have, you know, lunch prepared. They're going to have, like, sandwiches. And so the Sparky... <laughs> that doesn't even sound <laughs> like I just made it up. You backed, up. you backed me up on it so quick, though. It's, you know, it's like when we called uh, the Rookie Deer kid, uh, what was it, Daniel the whole Daniel time? Daniel the whole film. <laughs> so, um, they put kitty litter on the sandwiches. Ew. Yeah. Is it Gross. used kitty litter? Uh, I don't think it's used. Okay. But they totally eat it. <laughs> well, I mean, how many gross things did you eat? It's gotta, dr- that's gotta dry out your stomach. That's too. what I would think. You know, you'd be real thirsty. Yeah. You need to hit some hit some chocolate milk after that. I'm guessing it is not edible. But no, litter. they they kind of crunch on it for a little bit. But I think they do have a, a drink of something right after. I bet one of, one of them likes it. Maybe like it's oh, I don't see what's maybe, I feel the like problem. That's a good comedy moment. Yeah, like mm, it's not so bad. Yeah, I think that is literally what Darla says. <laughs> like, ooh, Trying it's to hide okay. the fact that it's bad. Yeah. But then what happens is uh, good old Sparky uh, like shows up to the club with a bunch of other people and they knock on the door saying like let me in. But it was like it was like a candlelight dinner or like lunch. Oh, like a romantic candlelight lunch. lunch. I like that. And in a wooden that clubhouse. Does, that doesn't seem safe. Yes. And their table is like an ironing board. Oh boy. 
And so he throws all that back up into that area, oh, and that okay. candle literally burns the entire place down. It wasn't, Catches fire. It wasn't up to code. Yeah. Well, Alfalfa didn't understand that fire is bad when, you know, everything's made out of wood. So what else is going <laughs> on if, if the story's just not about Alfalfa? Does Buckwheat have, like, a main thing he's doing? So... I, the overall story is actually about trying to rebuild the clubhouse. Oh, okay. So this is like oh, early in the film that all okay. this takes place. Yeah, I, I, it's relatively I would, early. Yeah, I remember the film being about trying to get that back together and trying to repair Alfalfa's relationship with the club. I just remember that soapbox derby race. That's all I really recall. So the the general structure of the movie is the uh, their clubhouse catches fire. Then they they spend a sequence of events trying to figure out how to either rebuild it or get money to rebuild it. And they eventually fall upon this idea of the soapbox derby and there being like a, cash, a prize cash at the end prize. of it. Oh, okay. But there's a lot of events that happen before that that, that build up to that moment. Do you, we see their parents or their home life at all? Or is it just like all these kids are kind of like <clears throat> orphans of the street? <laughs> no. Uh, street urchins? <clears throat> Both... Sparky and Alfalfa, you do see their dads at one point. You get this kind of sequence where um, after the clubhouse burned down, um, they both go to each other's houses to apologize, but they're not there because they both went to each other's houses. Classic. And you you get like, Alfalfa's not here, and like, Sparky's not here, and then they go back and they're still still, like really upset with each other, but I think it's like a cool like split screen moment in the movie. Very Brian De Palma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, at, so basically, the, these kids try to fill adult roles many points in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like when the the um, clubhouse is on fire, they all run to the fire department and take the hose. <laughs> <laughs> they take the hose from the firefighters and run it all the way back to their club and turn it on. And I think um, it's not... I don't know if it's Buckwheat, but there's another character who's, like, bald and he wears, like, a magician's hat. He gets on this hose and he's riding it up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The hose is too I'm powerful. I'm excited to watch <laughs> this movie. I mean, there are a lot of really funny moments. Do they have a dog? Am I making that up? They have like there a, is a dog. There is a dog. Yes. It's like a pit bull. Or, yeah, uh, or it, I feel like it's got that really. I remember seeing it on the cover. Doesn't it have like nose. a circle over its eyeball? It does. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like a target it's, dog. Is what it? Or yeah, or no, it's, it's, it's or a white like dog, dog with like a with a brown spot over yeah. one of the eyes. Yeah, I never really watched the original Little Rascals at all. But neither neither did I. No, really. I'm wondering if any of the storylines carried over into the film at all. Yeah, I don't know, but obviously, like the characters did. Um, so. What happens after the after the place catches fire? They do a couple different things. Uh, number one, they try to get a loan. Like at a bank? They try to get a loan from the bank. Nice. For the clubhouse, they go up there. Yeah. And say, so they're... What they do is... <laughs> oh, yeah, they stack uh, like three three of them on top of yes. each other. Oh, yeah. And, and they wear the beards. Yeah, wear beards. There's a lot of cameos in this movie, too. Okay. So in the bank... Who do you, do you... Steve Martin? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seems like as good of a guess as any. It's Mel Brooks. Oh, okay. really? Mel Brooks plays the uh, the bank manager. Okay. And he knows, like, right from the beginning that these are little kids. <laughs> what? <Are> you sure? 
So then he has a plan to launder the money through the <laughs> That's A blank check situation. <laughs> so, so there's another question I had. Is, is there a villain? Is there like an evil guy trying to get something from these little kids in any way? There is. Um, so there's a... There's another kid who's a rich kid. Ooh, oh, Richie, I hate rich. him already. He looks exactly like Macaulay Culkin, but he's not. So he comes in a little bit later. He's a Macaulay Clonekin? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a Sorry. Macaulay, ma, a Macaulay clone kid. <laughs> a Macaulay clone kid. <laughs> the evil rich guy who lives down the street. Do you know who his dad is? Another cameo. Oh, boy. The rich kid's dad? Oof. Yeah. I'm thinking it's like a singer. This is someone very relevant right now. In this day and age. Trump. Is Donald Trump? It is Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump is Home his Alone dad. wasn't his only movie? No. Home Alone 2, wow. by the way. Well, yeah, Home Alone 2. Yeah. So, all right, all right. That makes sense, but I that, guess. But that, um, that comes, like, a little bit later, even. So they're still working on trying to figure out how to... Rebuild this place. Yeah, they go. They go to like a Home Depot yeah, and try to buy lumber. Yeah, try to price it out. Yeah. Try to figure out. Yeah, and they do. pull all their money and they have like eighty cents together. So the yeah. guy gives them like a wedge of of like <laughs> what a heartless employee. Yeah, where did they get all the stuff in the first place? Just scavenging. I mean, why, yeah, why don't yeah. They just you do can, that again. You can tell. Well, that it's they used it all up the first time they built the clubhouse. That's all the stuff to scavenge. That probably in the took. City that is? probably took like twenty years to scavenge all that wood together. That clubhouse was built over generations. So here's what they do. They got to fundraise. So they go to a local circus. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't remember any of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing is, they go to a local circus. Really getting jogged here. And take over an empty tent. <laughs> Why is it? And they put on their tent. own show? They put on their own show. And it, I don't remember the name of the show, but they're like, step right up, step right up. The man eating chicken. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. literally a kid with a beard again. <laughs> that's eating... all they have. Oh, that's... I thought it was just going to be a chicken. I mean... Eating KFC chicken. <laughs> and that's all he's doing. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's a good Glad joke. Words. That's pretty good. Actually. <laughs> that's really... I like that a lot. That's that... clever. Barnum would be proud. <laughs> so, yeah, and so, like, you have this whole carnival sequence, uh, circus sequence. Um, and they raise all this money. They, like, they get people to, like, go into this, this, uh, tent, but, like, I don't know, they're kind of, like, manipulating people. Yes. And so, um, one of the adults that's running the program, uh, ends up taking that money. She's like, you guys shouldn't have done this. And, uh, that soapbox derby thing is coming up. So, uh, Sparky is like, hey, why don't we put this money towards the soapbox race and whoever gets first place gets this prize and so um that's kind of like the the stakes they're going to use that money to rebuild the clubhouse yeah now there there's the rich kid but there are two other villains in the story as well yeah just some punk kids punk kids um bud and uh i think roy bud and roy uh, it sounds like villainous characters. Yeah, I don't trust them. So, so I love it. the the soapbox race is coming up, and they have their own like Evil. Mach Five. Yeah, it's essentially the grease car, right? With the uh, like, it has um, knives for like on the wheels. It's like well, that, a dangerous that, car. Like. Yes, that does happen when the race starts. Right. Yeah, but what happens is the the club. 
they know they must participate in this this race all the time. But they have their own car. It's like the Mach Five or something oh, okay. like that. Yeah. These two punks steal their car. Oh, those jerks! Jerks! What the heck, <laughs> what? man? But it's their car. That's not Doesn't right. Doesn't anyone notice and right. say? Well, I say anything. No, I don't know. I don't remember how that plays out exactly, but they definitely. So they had they had the a kid that was a fireman. Do they have one that's a police guy that like begins the investigation of the stolen car? No, they don't police very well. Missed no. opportunity. There's not a YMCA version of each little rascal. <laughs> <in the film. laughs> That would be a good uh, a good thing to do, but it didn't happen. <laughs> Terrible. So um, they're at this point where they have to rebuild, or they have to basically build from scratch a, a soapbox car. Yeah. And in as as that's like about to happen, I think Alfalfa and Sparky end up. Kind of like reconciling and coming back together to work on this. Coming okay. together for the greater cause. So yeah. Putting it yeah. to the bullies. Because well, Alfalfa is admitting what he did was wrong. Like he he's he's like saying like I burned the place down. Like it's my fault. You know I want to help you guys out. Now is do they come together in this moment because like Alfalfa they need Alfalfa because he's good at some sort of aspect of building the car or just as out of friendship. It's out of friendship. Okay. How good is this montage of the car being built? Because I'm sure it's fun, right? It's got to be a it's, montage. It's real fun. I, they're, they're like lifting things. Gathering materials. Yeah, they're like together. garbage picking. There's one scene where, and I don't understand they're, this, but they go into like someone's like either a laundromat or they go into like some... Anyway, they they put so much soap in this this machine that it just like shoots soap everywhere I have no idea why this happened because it's a soapbox derby <laughs> I know <laughs> I have no idea why this happens but is there a scene of like them using like one of those two person saws am I making that up uh, like during like the building montage getting materials together I like it I like it I'm gonna say yeah <laughs> I'll go with that I'll go with that, You're say that write it that, down that write it down <laughs> So um, cross cut saw. What? But what happens? And oh man, I'm like really stuck on the sequences of when these things happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, play out. We'll, we'll have to just sort it out. We'll yeah, just, just get them out there. Just spit them. Okay, spit them on the wall. So uh, after after the fire incident, Darla and Alfalfa pretty much break up. Oh no, that's oh, too bad. Man, yeah, man. Oh. So Al- Alfalfa's heartbroken. I'm Clearly. a little heartbroken. It's, it's, I bet his hair goes down. It's it's up oh, in the scene, and yeah. then he says, "We're breaking I can imagine. up." And his hair goes down. <laughs> <laughs> he loses his sprout. Yeah, like he doesn't defend her or something like that to the other guys, and she gets really angry about that. So it's it's she has a reason. Well, Alfalfa doesn't want to look weak in front of his friends. He doesn't That's... want to look like a, a wiener. <laughs> Seriously, so he's got to man up and be like, "I don't like you," even though I really like you. Yeah. So, you're, getting it. you're getting it, Brad. Yeah, I know how boobies work. <laughs> did you say boobies? I know how oh, movies work. Yeah. How movies work. Run the tape back. I did not say that. <laughs> this is the one occasion where I've said a word and it's the correct one. Um, so at the at the carnival, uh, you you get this point where the um, the rich kid is Colin wooing. McCall, Yes. Ooh. He is totally wooing Darla. Oh, okay, he's jerk. all up on now. Because he's got money girl. now. Yeah. So he's impressing her. And he's like got hair gel and all, all that stuff. 
So he sing he sings a song in this talent show. I think it's like that. Uh, L is for the way you look okay, at me. Okay, write that down. We'll, we'll keep that is one. Is it Tom Jones or is that a... Who sings that? I don't know. Uh, Macaulay Richkin. Kid. Yeah. Macaulay Clone Kid. <laughs> and so Alfalfa goes up there and he does his own song because he wants to woo her as well. Does he play an instrument? No, he I also thought, sings. I thought he had like a, like a little banjo or something. Um, I don't think so. I think he just sings. Okay. Now he just gets up there and does Uptown Funk. <laughs> uptown, and he crushes it. <laughs> crushes it. <laughs> Way better than Bruno Mars. No, he sings some song that I don't really know, but it's like all I need is the air that I breathe just to love you, <laughs> and he sings it like that well. Oh, that sounds good. God, I can't wait to watch this. Does he now. win? Who wins the talent show? Well, he definitely doesn't win because. Sparky once again sabotages oh, him. Oh, Sparky. And pours... Um, Grape juice. Uh, no, he pours bubbles into the oh. water. And so Alfalfa starts singing and all these bubbles start coming out of his mouth. Oh, yeah, he's like burping, right? <laughs> he's like burping bubbles. I remember that. Yeah. And everybody does like a, a face paw or a... Yeah. A Captain Kirk palm. Yeah. See, you need to you need he needs to know how to pivot. Like you know, a company can pivot to a new product. He should have just pivoted to burping out the alphabet. That <laughs> always wins the talent show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Singing that that bathtub song, rub a dub dub. <laughs> yeah, that'd have been good. So it definitely doesn't help him. Darla is like not on his side anymore. She thinks that he's making a <clears throat> fool of himself, and she can't be seen with that. And now I think we get to the soapbox derby. Oh, soapbox. I'm so. So is this like a Romeo and Juliet send up in a way, or what would you equate this? I mean, you say that she's from a family that shouldn't consort with, right? But then she has a. I mean, it's like uh, it's loosely Romeo and Juliet in a way. (laughs) I mean, I mean, it's are they star-crossed lovers? (laughs) I'd say it's about as good as Shakespeare prose, you know, but in a modern. I think if if more Shakespeare ended with soapbox derbies, we'd have more butts in theater seats. It's yeah, probably that, true. I'm just put that out there. That'd be perfect. More butts in soapbox cars, that's for sure. I would love to be... I'd want to be in a soapbox <laughs> derby so bad as a kid. Yeah. And I'd want to do it as an adult. I would love Man, to have one. When that when the freaking Disney Channel film with Frankie Muniz came out, where he's like the handicapped kid that soapbox races, I was like, where was this when I was a kid? I wanted to do that. Is that my dog Skip? Or is that... No, no that's a different... <laughs> <laughs> that's a movie where a dog drives a car. Yeah. And he punches the dog. There's a scene... What? ...that movie. I'll have to show it to you. But if you look up My Dog Skip Dog uh, Punch... I think the I mean, soapbox one's like literally it. called like Eddie or something like that, where it's like... Because it's based on the true story or whatever. So More okay. soapbox derby races and movies. Not enough soapbox derby movies. And this soapbox derby race is awesome in this movie. I remember it's it being really like fun. almost like a Ben Hur style spectacle of this race. It is pretty much like that. Yeah, isn't it just going to be one downhill the whole time? How much how much room do they have to really maneuver in those things? <laughs> so here's what happened. Here we go. This is what we came for. Oh man, I'm ready. This is you what have doing. a ton of cars that are competing in this. The only three that are important is uh, the two bullies, Bud and Roy, who are driving the stolen car. The rich kid and Darla in the back seat. Why is Darla what? with him? It's for stakes. 
<laughs> Alfalfa's gonna like get her into his car or something. Uh, oh. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> and then Before Alfalfa and now, Sparky. Is the rich kid's car like some crazy, like clearly they bought this with a lot of money car? It's like, like yeah, it's like beautiful bought from made the store. Out of, it's, made of chrome. it's made of silver. <laughs> it's like got like a red like, It just looks like a monopoly race car. It. It's a Lamborghini. With a professional race car driver. <laughs> yeah, so so Bud and Roy, they definitely put like you said, they put like spikes on their car oh and so they're the ones that have the crazy yeah they put a lot of like crazy stuff on theirs and then um is macaulay clone kid paying them off to mess alfalfa up that seems like something they would do or is it are they really all separate i i don't know i think i'm gonna leave that up to watching the are movie they not, not they are not in cahoots i I'm don't say I don't they, are they are cahoots. i'm taking a stand on this one cahoots. they're in cahoots <laughs> okay we'll see what happens I don't know. I I don't think they are. I think they're all basically competing for that money. Yeah. But then also, the uh, the winner gets uh, a date with Darla. <laughs> That's and there are adults that enter. No, it's, it's a date weird. with um, a famous race car driver, the lady from oh. Oh. <laughs> Danica Patrick is in this film. <laughs> or is that one? Oh, was that her name? Uh, well, I didn't yeah. say male or female. So is it Paul Newman? <laughs> he's Mario Andretti. <laughs> it's just it's just a famous race car driver. They don't know who it is. Oh, exactly. they just literally call it. Okay, oh, it's Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> <laughs> so they go on this race, and what actually happens is uh, <clears throat> Buckwheat and this other kid they mess with one of the signs as they're walking to the race and flip it around, oh. and so it leads. All three of them the wrong way. So this is like on a real course. This is this just is a, a real course. And then it's done. not just a down. No, okay. there's like turns and, and so this is like wacky races scene, in here. Yeah. I'm really excited to see this. I love wacky races. So they turn down the wrong way. They go down like a strip mall at yeah. one point, and they're like Devil's trying drop. to yeah, they're trying to figure out how Over to get the gorge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so they they compete in this race. There's a lot of it's like. Like that video game Road Rash, where oh, yeah. they got yeah, chains the in there. Yeah, so like one, one, the one people have spikes. There's another that has like smoke that they shoot out. I think. Okay. Um, they're all trying to sabotage each other. So it's basically like the Speed Racer movie, but in yeah. a soapbox derby. I like I like you saying wacky races. It's kind of like yeah. that. In a way. It, it, that's how I'm picturing it in my head. <laughs> it's very wacky races. And so they they go through this race and. I don't know how this happens, but uh, Macaulay Clone Kid, <laughs> he, so he's wearing like this this helmet and a silver outfit, and so is Darla. He, it looks like he kicks her out. It looks like he kicks her out he, of the like car the during the race. Oh, during the yeah. race, he kicks her out. They get into an argument. Oh, okay. okay. I like the cars. Yeah, I was with you. Now. I was with you on that one. So, drives off, they continue the race, and it's like neck and neck towards the finish line. Between all, all three of them? Between... Or no, because the two guys went off the wrong course. Yeah, Roy's got it. Roy and the Buzz. Yeah, they, I think they went off course. Yeah, it's between... <laughs> well, Roy and the Buzz. And, like, and Alfalfa's probably coming in on, on like, uh, uh, what's, what's the, uh, fumes? Where his car is like probably totally destroyed. He's barely making it down the hill. Who's so? Oh. Is he the only one driving the rascal car? 
No, it's Sparky and Alfalfa. And, okay, okay. That they both sense. agreed. They said, like, we need to to race this together. Like, we can't do it alone. Yeah. We're a team. They probably bubblegum a, a tire on. Probably, like, <laughs> make, you know. What happens right before the race starts, I totally forgot about this. Uh, Alfalfa ties Darla's handkerchief to the, their kind of, like, emblem on the Oh, the, the so she knows that he the still car. cares. Yeah. So, as they're racing, that thing comes undone and flies into his face. <laughs> and so he's going, like, off course. But he, he, he grabs it, they get back, they gain control again, but they lost a little bit of their momentum. And so Alfalfa decides that he has to put it back on the uh oh, the emblem okay. so he yeah, as they're driving he's like crawling to the front of the car to tie this back on and why do they win because why you... because the handkerchief gets them the photo finish it, it's a photo finish because alfalfa was like Alf- hanging Alf- off the Alf- front yes his hair pops <laughs> up and wins the race where you get uh buckwheat's mom who is Whoopi goldberg oh snap saying one by a hair <laughs> <laughs> they did not miss an opportunity with that one well, i'm sure there's so many puns in this film <laughs> oh, that yeah it's just full of puns they will, it will not go unpunished so they finished the race they win. Yep. They win the grand prize. Does Roy and his buddy die? Did they yeah, fall they, down a ravine? Like and a, that's like a horrible. They're, they're dead for sure. It's a, yeah, it's a scene where the car goes over the cliff and like falls over, and, <laughs> and it's this explosion blows one of So they celebrate scene. the race and then attend the funeral. <laughs> no, what actually happens to them? I think is they come back for the money after the race is done, and they're like, steal it? "We're gonna beat you up." Okay. Oh, and Alfalfa just punches. Oh. Nah. Punches Bud right in the face and he falls in a puddle. And then the other guy's like, like, don't punch me, allow me to do it myself. And he jumps in the puddle himself. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, um, then they go to, uh, they go to, um, meet this race car driver who ends up being a woman and it's Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Oh, yeah. man. She's so good. And I, Tremors? I, I think that um, Sparky is like really disappointed that um, that he didn't get to meet this famous race car driver, and then she's like, "But I'm that race car driver," and he's like, "What? You're like the famous race car driver who's won all these like all these awards and everything," and she ends up giving him a kiss. Oh, so wait, is Reba check. like is it Reba as herself? No, oh. it's Reba McIntyre. <laughs> so you're like, oh, it's just Reba. I thought it was. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm well, also don't say a it's just driver. Reba. Yeah, come on, just well, that's Reba. What that's what I'm saying. He's all disappointed, and she's like, I'm not just an amazing actress and singer. I'm a race car. I'm driver. I'm a race car driver. <laughs> no, um, is it your Reba impression? That's my Reba. That was <laughs> yeah. That just nice. sounded like you. There's <laughs> a little bit of a southern thing on there. I couldn't, couldn't quite get it. So, uh, so a blank check style kiss happens. It's a cheek kiss. It's a, it's okay. Actually... So it's not a full on the lips blank check kiss. <laughs> no, it's not a blank I check. Still have nightmares kiss. about that kiss. Yeah, it's it's more classy. But there's well, a lot Reba. of there's a lot of lipstick on his face. Oh, okay, mm. so that's comical. And then is he like, oh gosh? No, like he girls loves it. He's oh, like, he's man. like, wait a second, I just got kissed by a girl. Okay, so now and he's, he's like, hey, why don't you balance it out and kiss the other cheek? And she's like, all right. And she's like, okay, kid, you're Boom. making it weird. And then kiss the middle cheek. <laughs> oh! And then kiss downstairs. Blank check, blank check. <laughs> oh! 
that's <laughs> this down the movie's road. awful. Oh, boy. So the He-Man Woman Haters Club probably is no more, I would hope, at the end of the film. Well. It's a She-Man Woman Lovers. <laughs> She-Man Woman Inclusive. <laughs> woman Inclusive is okay. Well, I think what happens is the He-Man Woman Haters Club is still around. They rebuild their cabin. But... It says on the sign, women are allowed or something like that, or oh, women are included. That's, you know, that's, that's some real resolution right yeah. there, you know? And now everybody has a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, and they probably look exactly like one another. Even Bud? Yeah. <laughs> even, even the two? Well, you know? okay, you know, I, There's probably like eight people in Little Rascals that we just don't have the names of, right? Um, there's Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He, he just says uh-huh, uh-huh throughout the entire movie until the very end when he has like a very long... He has a monologue. He has a very long, like someone looked up words in the thesaurus and just was like, okay, this is good. <laughs> this is what you need to say. Um, there's Froggy. Does he just ribbit all the time? Ribbit. Yeah, he did, he's like, he makes up really weird phrases like... Uh, Let's hop to it. No, it's like... <laughs> Let's that did not deserve that laugh. Oh no! <laughs> I just, uh, that you got way too much were credit. So on that, I just that was just impressive. <laughs> That's a way too much credit laugh for that for that joke. <laughs> no, he says like "smally ollie" at one point, like like it's like a cheer. He's like let's Australian give or something. Ollie. No, he's like let's give this person a smally ollie, and they're like. Smally Ollie, Smally Ollie, Smally Ollie. Is that, is that like a? Uh, now, does everyone like act like they know exactly? Is what that, that like means? a wedger, <laughs> or is that like a swirl, a swirly? No, it's like a cheer. It's just like something you Smally say. Smally Ollie, but yeah, dirty. but are, are they confused by it, or are they like, oh, of course, a Smally Ollie? I no, they all know what it means. <laughs> Oh my jeez! They immediately know what it means. <laughs> it's in the bylaws. Uh, he does have a frog though throughout the entire. Movie. Wait, sure. Oh, okay. I was like, Froggy. wait, are we talking about Froggy? Froggy <laughs> we're has talking a frog. About a different kid has a frog, but is not Froggy. Tony. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh my god, there's so much. So there's all there's a girl equivalent for each one at the end. Yeah, there's a sequence Do where... Do those girls ever show up before that part of the film? Yes. They're friends um, with Darla or something? They're all friends with Darla. There's a camping sequence. It's actually a really interesting, like... Kind of like breaking the fourth wall moment. Okay. Where... Uh, it's right after Alfalfa breaks up with Darla. All the guys and all the girls have a sleepover separately. Uh-huh. I was going to be like, co-ed sleepovers? No, 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 like eight. And so they're all trying to convince Alfalfa <laughs> that girls are gross and he needs to come back to them. Well, he's right, because girls are gross. <laughs> they are yucky. Icky, 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 yuck. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're, they're both talking... Among their group, but then you sometimes get this weird overlap where they can kind of hear each other, but they're not in the same. They're they're <laughs> not in the same room at all. Okay, huh. it's like girls smell and boys pick their boogers, and then one of the boys all is like, are "No, we don't." And it's oh. like he's picking boogers when he's saying it. I'm sure. Yeah, it, there's it's kind of like a weird like a back and forth conversation, but okay. they're it's it's actually really interesting. That's, yeah, I, I, I dig that. that. I dig that. <laughs> uh, so. So once they, so yeah, they win that race, rebuild the clubhouse, and is it just that it ends with them, like, finally being like, oh, see, now we're, we yeah, all need girls. The men and, and women are getting the love each yeah, other. Yeah, there's a big speech. What happens to the rich kid? Does he come up in the, does he have a rap Oh, up? I totally didn't explain it, but um, in the race, 
So when you get that moment where one of them's kicked out, like the it looks like the rich kid kicks out Darla. Yeah. It's actually the reverse where Whoa. Darla kicked out the rich kid and she finished the race in his car. If she had won, huh. you think she would have shared the money? I don't know. She would have just kept it for herself and like should have raced better, bitch. <laughs> that would have been a real like woman's yeah. empowerment well, moment. Yeah, and then she meets Reba and it's like another female race driver. Boom. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a moment like that where like the little girl and Reba have a moment connecting with the fact that they're both females driving cars. No? Write it down. Oh. Write it down. I think I, you might not be wrong. I feel like that would have to be a little thing. All right, I like Keep it, it up, young girl. You'll be as good as me one day. That's my Reba impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also a pickle eating scene. Ooh, gross! Is it, like a, <laughs> is it like a contest? Like who can eat the most pickles? No, and there's no relevance to the movie. <laughs> it's just a kid eating a pickle. So it's buckwheat and his friend, and they're it's just the scene just starts where the kid's like, "I got a pickle, I got a pickle, I got a pickle today." Hey, hey. I like and it. then I like it. Buckwheat's like, "Can I buy your pickle? I got a nickel." <laughs> it's like it's so it's totally a, pointless. It's a whole bit. Oh boy! <laughs> you think it's a send up of like a different scene from a movie? I wonder if that's that a I... reference back to the show, maybe or, or the something. show. No, I well, I don't know exactly the relevance of it, but now I remember the point of the scene is Bud and Roy are uh, are trying to steal their their nice car mm. for the uh, soapbox derby. Yeah. And Buckwheat and this little kid are supposed to be on, like, lookout oh. and, and protecting it, but they're not paying attention. Um, but there's That's also a point where, man. like, Bud and Roy get the pickles spilled on them or, like, the juice, like, it gets thrown in the air and falls on them. <laughs> Something along those wow. lines. Okay. okay. They seem to be the butt of a lot of physical jokes. Yeah. And then the, They're the bulk and skull of the Little Rascals franchise, you know? You're right. Or, or bulk and skull or the... These people of their more fighting more from Power Rangers franchise. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The last thing that I'll bring up is there's also a ballet recital that Alfalfa and Sparky get roped into. Uh, this I actually do remember. Okay, Are they what wearing do you tutus? I, ju- I just remember, yeah, like, I feel like they're wearing tutus. Yes, they are. And they're essentially trying to, like, uh, the, all I can remember is them being extremely upset about this. Uh, and they're like trying to make sure they're hoping no one sees them. Right. So I think what happens is Bud and Roy are chasing them. Ooh. And they get chased into the recital and they decide to put on a a disguise as the ballet dancers. Does that include wigs? It includes wigs and Bud and Roy are like, oh, well they're not here and they leave but then the recitals like no, start. Then the curtain opens. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, like, they get rushed on stage and they have to participate. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and they don't know what they're doing at all. Oh, <laughs> I would have liked it better and if they the whole... were like ballerina yeah. virtuosos. And the whole thing gets ruined, basically. Oh, terrible! Is Darla one of the other ballet dancers? She is. Oh I... man! Yeah, it writes itself. Oh, and that's where that's where he gets her handkerchief. Because uh-huh. he's sweating, and he's like, I am so nervous. And she's like, well, here, I have my hanky. And he, like, wipes his armpits with it, and, she, <laughs> and he tries to give it back to her, and she's just like, no, you can keep it. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh. 
Okay, I went into this not looking forward to this movie, and now I'm actually really excited to watch this movie. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be bad. <laughs> I don't think it's going to hold up at all. Well, we're, not if you go in with that attitude, we're gonna put We're going to put ourselves in a Beethoven situation again. I liked Beethoven. No, you didn't. I did. You didn't. Uh, no, go to the tape. Me. That movie is bad. Play the tape, then. <laughs> I, I, I think this movie holds up more than you think it does, but it's still a kid's movie. It, yeah, it is a kid's and movie. you got to approach it that way. Yeah, and I think but these movies for kids still had like adult things happen in them, or like Blank Check games. when that woman kissed a little kid. <laughs> Remember when that happened, guys? <laughs> Other things like that, where like, you can still relate to it as a as an adult, where it's not like as focused towards kids and media is today. Yeah, like a, kid, okay. like a kids movie today is definitely for a kid. Yeah, but I don't know. I I think you might like this more than you think. I'm willing to be proven wrong. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. So join us in part two when we figure out what the heck happened to Little Rascals. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Nah. <laughs> we don't have ads on this episode, but if we did, it'd go here. But we don't, so enjoy the show. I. I. Stymie. Stymie. Member and good standing of the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Member and good And especially, never fall in love. And if I do, may I die slowly and painfully and suffer for hours or until I scream bloody murder? Okay. No. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Welcome to part two of Little Rascals. We saw the film. And it was hard to watch. What? Okay. Oh, I, oh my god! Yeah, you did have to approach it as in, like, this, this is a little kid's movie. No. But it, it was... It was so badly made. It was really bad. And I don't bad. think there was a, a single line of dialogue that wasn't ADR. I... You don't think so? I don't, I don't agree <laughs> I don't with that. I don't know if I agree with that. <clears throat> I didn't notice a whole lot of ADR, but I'm oh, sure there all was the a kids. lot of it was. All the kids was On ADR. On a scale of 1 to 10, how shitty was Darla's acting? <laughs> I thought uh, she was one. one of the more believable rascals Are you in this kidding film. me? She was line reading <laughs> the whole time. So, there's a lot of close-ups of kids' faces... A lot. Um, and that's just how, I guess, this movie like just got coverage. It just did a real close shot of a kid's face. And the kid would always be like slightly looking off camera like to the director or just like yeah. somewhere else. And then probably someone just feeding them a line to say. There's a lot of really weirdly framed shots where like characters weren't quite like the focal point of the shot. Well, I will say, like, I don't know if you guys saw the, the like, the outtakes at the end yeah. of the film. Oh, yeah. I was like, this looks like it was a nightmare to make. I would not want to be on the production of this Like, movie I'm now. sure the director, like, she quit the, all the movies the second this film wrapped. She had done Wayne's World right before this movie. What? Oh, and... how did she end up here after <laughs> Wayne's World, right? And Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, my gosh. That poor, both great, that poor woman. Great films. Yeah. Just goes to show that it's really hard to make a kids movie. Well, that's what they always say. The like two things you do to keep out of films and make keep them simple: no pets, no kids. And this had both. And this had both. Yeah. I bet Petey was probably the easy, most manageable thing on that set, though. Why did he have a circle around his eye? I think that's just that's just uh, I think homage to the original. the original. Yeah, the original okay. I think was just that way. But they had to do a lot of casting for like the kids, right? And these were the ones they went with. Like these were the best of the best. Well, the one was that what they was saw. the kid in Independence Day, which I think one of you mentioned yeah. in the first half. Yeah, Buckwheat. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'll say uh, Bug Hall, who played Alfalfa, he was probably the best out of all of them. Well, I agree. And from, I looked at the IMDb's for all the kid actors, and he's the one that has actually done the most acting since this movie. Okay. Um, like he's actually he's still acting today, and he actually he's pretty hunky. I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch the uh, twenty years later photo shoot? No, I, 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 I saw, I saw a photo yeah. of it. Yeah, Darla okay. looks exactly the same in the face. Yes, <laughs> she's still very like cheeky, kind of like a, a cheek, like kind of fat cheeks or something like that. That is okay. a very okay. kids looking face. She also looked like she was like three years old during the entire movie. Yeah, she well, looked a lot younger than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, it was it was rough. So uh, let's just go with some, some corrections, I guess. You were pretty on on most of this, though, yeah. Andy. I feel like you just nailed a, I mean, a lot I, of this I've film. seen this movie numerous times. I will say, this is my first time where I was like, this isn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> it is not, not good. It's yeah. not good. Took me a while to get through it. So uh, it's not sparky, but yeah. it's close. We were really Spank- close. It's like a letter Spanky, off. Spanky, being... which is a name I never would have guessed otherwise. So, so. I, I will say, right before I turned the movie on, I had a... Uh, uh, a moment where I was like, Sparky, no, it's Spanky! Ah! <laughs> like, I wish I wish I went back. Yeah, and the two bullies' names are Worm and Butch? Which, Butch no, is... no, it's Butch and Woim. Woim. W-O-I-M. I watched this with the, the subtitles on. And Woim. It, yeah, it's like... Woim. Actually, what was one of my first notes was, this kid's name is Woim? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I think I called them Bud and Roy. You did. I was, you got, <laughs> I was kind of clear. I mean, yes. if you go with the bully from a 90s film, Butch is the safe guess, because that was also the name of the bully in uh, Blank Check. Yeah. That was also, and I think there's at least one other bully that's named Butch. That's like one of the top bully names. So just go with Butch from now on. Couple of the cameos we missed, the Olsen twins. Olsen twins, I, yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, they just showed up. And they do and... like a creepy simultaneous turnaround reveal of Olsen twins where they say the line at the same time. And I was yeah. like, that's the scariest way you could have cameoed the Olsen twins. And they, they, they had like. a few other lines and they, they talked about like mooning. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, and they like to moon you. Yeah, yeah, boys like to moon girls, I guess. And I guess that's why they I don't like when us. Like five, in comparison, though, in that scene with all the little kids, like they were the best out of all of them. Oh, they yeah. only had like two, three lines. Yeah, like they could actually deliver some lines. Um, George Went was in this film. Yes, who's George Went? He sold the lumber to the kids. Oh yes, cheers. Yeah, yes, from Cheers. Um, Leah Thompson, which we didn't get. I did. She I wrote that so down too. Pretty. I was like, oh, it's the mom from. What's Back to the Future? Or yeah, I couldn't mm-hmm. remember her name. Oh yeah, Caroline in the City. I'll never, never mm. forget. Yes. Um, I think the, I thought there was a missed joke with the tutus where Alfalfa could have said they're too too tight. <laughs> that joke didn't get said. <laughs> just, I should have been on. Should have been day. on the writing staff for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what were you doing that day? I don't know. I <laughs> Where were you? I was busy. A little being, too busy. Being ten years being 10. old. <laughs> Daryl <laughs> Hannah. Yeah, Daryl Hannah as, yep. as the Mrs. The Crabtree lady running yeah. the talent show and. Um, so the little rascals are collecting money for a talent show that's happening that isn't supposed to be charged for. Yeah. So Daryl Hannah takes the money and then puts it up for the race. It, it, Why didn't they suggestion. just donate the money or like do something good with it? It's kind of odd that. Well, they know, were donating it towards the the race. Well, she so sure. she was like, "What are we gonna do with this money?" And he was like, "We Charity. can make it a prize." And I was like, "That now that you've said that, that totally strikes me as the right thing to do." Uh, and like donating it, not yeah, having yeah, yeah. it as a prize. Having it as a prize definitely does not seem like the first choice they should have gone with. Raven yeah, Simone I, I, has a cameo though. Yep, at the right, very at end. The very end which... I actually thought Stymie was a good actor. The bald kid with the hat. Oh, he was great. He I, was liked, really I liked him a lot. Yeah, I liked him a lot. He His was deliveries amazing. were excellent. 
Especially when he has, he has the big long speech where he talks about women, the women haters club plunge, and he says something really fast, and yeah. like, the kids can repeat it after he says it. Yes. Yep. Little kids' teeth are creepy. I'm just going to say that randomly out of nowhere. Yeah, but especially in Hall. Little kid teeth. Butch's teeth were like way sticking out here. Yeah, there was like too a couple of scenes big. where they got him like in a side profile, uh, uh, notably after the mud scene. And he's just like, and his teeth are just way out there. And I'm like, yeah. you need to pull those back El- into the mouth. El- Alfalfa's teeth were giant. Yeah. Like, they were too big for his whole face. I'm guessing, like, they were freshly, he just lost the baby ones and the adult ones came in. Cause yeah. yeah same thing, I mean, new. when those things come in, they're huge. And then Waldo, the rich kid, his teeth were, like, chopped in half. Like, he had <laughs> half teeth. <laughs> I bet kids' teeth were falling out, like, constantly during, during the production. Yeah, yeah, probably. They're putting in, like, they're fake just a teeth. Little, maybe some for <laughs> some be, shots yeah, they I mean, did. Yeah. You never know. You said Whoopi Goldberg, yeah, I think? Yep. Yes. I said Whoopi Goldberg, Mel Brooks, Donald Trump, and Reba. Reba, yeah, yep. those are the four Reba! that I got. Reba was great, by the way. <laughs> I, I will say she looked a little weird when I saw her. I was like, "Ooh, her she... hair was pretty big in the scene. It was like oh, crazy." Just how her hair was at the time, but, right? Um, I thought she was pretty great. She's one of the most underrated actors. Out She's there. really good, yeah. <laughs> particularly mean... like for a musician turned actor or vice. Know, yeah, and based on those bloopers at the end, it seems like she just came in and like got those lines yeah, and was just like doing them. <laughs> yeah, like same day. That's my guess. That wacky uh, dream sequence. Yeah, he's like, it's like, yeah. Alpha gets yeah, murdered or murders people? In the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Right. To the point where, like, he's pushed off of a cliff. Yeah, like, yeah, like they're, like, it's like the, they show it, portray it like the kids are about to go up to, like, fight the Crusades or something. Yeah. <laughs> I did really, what I, I, I laughed that? when they cut to uh, Porky and Buckwheat and they were just playing the bagpipes. Yeah. It just was like a quick, like, one-off <laughs> joke. I thought that was kind of funny. I, I, that was actually really funny. <laughs> Most of the jokes that I laughed at were lines that Buckwheat and Porky said. They, yeah. they were my favorite, like, line they in the whole film. Duo, Following them sure. all the time was actually really funny. And they had the funny, like, little pickle bit. Yeah. Uh, I also like the idea that, like, just throwing pickles on someone is their trap. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's such a terrible thing to have happen no, to a little kid. Pickles! <laughs> like, there were some goofy scenes where it, was, it would just cut to Porky and Buckwheat, and they he Buckwheat would sing that, like, I got a pickle, I got a pickle, and then he'd just finish the song, and the scene would end, and nothing happened in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> there were so many scenes that were like that. Yes. He says in the photo shoot that those were all improv. And they were just like letting the cameras roll. They're like, ah, shoot the kid. I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I the fishing sequence was pretty fun, though. It was. The, yeah, that was pretty classic. I like, I like that. Uh, I didn't remember that froggy kid at all, and his mullet was knocking me out of my chair. <laughs> there were a lot of and his glasses and his teeth and his voice. His, everything, about everything about this about kid him. was just driving me well, insane. His voice is done by E.G. Daly or Elizabeth Daly, as she goes now, and she was um, Dottie from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, and she does, yeah. And she does like a ton of voice acting. Yeah. Okay. That's so. and when I was going through the end for a lot of these kids the ones that did go on to continue acting aside from Alpha, almost all of them were exclusively voice work a ton okay. of them did voice yeah, work yeah yeah Macaulay Calcone does uh, voice work <laughs> <laughs> Who, whose name was Waldo we didn't get that Waldo yeah right. that's right um, not Waldo Geraldo Faldo but just uh, just Waldo <laughs> but that's a good name <laughs> that's, the, that's the guy from Family Matters <laughs> that's Waldo from Family Matters and it's a great name mm-hmm um, I, yeah, I do want to go back and just talk about that talent show. Yeah, I'm just trying to get it all out there. Let's jump around. Because we, we right. yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, like, I think I originally said that they they had that man-eating chicken and Yeah, scene. you said they made mm-hmm. the money from that. And I that. thought they were making the money from that, yes. but, but I, I totally forgot that 
uh, Buckwheat and Porky set up a sign just randomly that says $3 in front of this tent. I, yep. It wasn't on purpose. It just happened that way. Yeah, and that's how they got the money. And that's Yeah, that's how they raised all that yeah, money. Yeah, they, they, they made negative dollars off their chicken sideshow bit because they had to buy that chicken. There was definitely things that cost money that they didn't have. But they did, still didn't have enough money to buy a clubhouse. Yeah. They, they didn't have money to put on anything they did. And they didn't have money to build the, go, the go-kart at the end. But they, they still ended up well, building that they, thing. For that, like they broke into homes and stole essential things <laughs> and did a lot of property damage to yeah. build that race car. I don't end. know what they did with the the laundry machine, but all that soap came out of nowhere, and I was like, what were they doing in there? Like, they, how did that end up happening? They dismantled it, and apparently... Uh, they, they dismantled it and started a load at the soap. same time? Yeah, they shoot soap out. That's how they work. It just They spray soap as soon as you try to dismantle anything. That's anti-theft measure. Okay, I, yeah, I'll buy that. Uh, I also, um, so I think I said that they grabbed the hose from the fire, uh, the fire, yeah, fire, fire, department, fire department. department and ran it but back. But they actually grabbed it from what a hotel? Apartment. Very yeah. close. They, yeah, it was like an apartment or something right like right near the fire department. Because yeah, like, so. one of the gags is they try to call 911 they're across the street from it and they can't figure out what the number for 911 is. Yeah. I, that I was, was like, kind of confused. That was like a triple gag in one thing because... They had to wait for the payphone. They had a. They were like, "What's the number for nine one one?" And then it, as they leave, it pans to the fire department. I was like, "They're really loading this single scene up. They're like <laughs> yeah. gag after gag, keep them coming." So I, I kind of couldn't understand where they were exactly. Like they were on a hill where they're yeah, club their was, clubhouse. But then was they like, were also right next to a, a hotel or an apartment. I that logistically that scene really, made no really sense because yeah. well because they unreal that hose like right there and you can see when it hits like the end and then yeah it's like an infinity hose that they drag all the way to their clubhouse which is just on some vacant lot yeah um i thought the gag uh with their packs in the bucket was pretty fun where like the water yes. keeps going out of it <laughs> yeah so there's nothing left in i like that the dog pissed on the fire I thought did that you was see that too. piss though it like sprayed everywhere <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like was that real or fake they got that dog to do a lot of fun stunts in this film I didn't, we didn't remember the monkey. No, I didn't no, remember that monkey at all. At all. I that was, in the was that Aha's TV monkey? Show. Or was that a different... It was just a monkey. I think it was just a monkey. Like the club monkey. Clubhouse monkey. You know, it, was was monkey right? it, it was barely a monkey, right? It was barely by a mayor. No, I don't think so. It, it had, knew the sign. It had a lady monkey at the end. and it, That's true. It yeah, I bits. mean, I assume he's a member of the club. Um, I think that might be like the '90s monkey too. That was in like n- Monkey Trouble, and <laughs> okay. you know, just name a monkey movie and uh, outbreak. Dustin checks in the outbreak monkey <laughs> MVP. <laughs> well, I mean a kabuki monkey, <laughs> the outbreak monkey, <laughs> the Mighty Joe Young monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Congo, Congo. yeah, Congo. Capuchin monkey. Um, I don't know. I don't know monkeys. No, but we were pretty on for it. Like, we nailed how the clubhouse burns down. Uh, we pretty much got all the date pranks. We didn't, I don't think we mentioned the soda, but the kitty litter no. was on. Yeah. Um, I knew the kitty litter part. I didn't remember that they poured their grape soda through a boot. Yep. Nailed the bank loan. Bank loan scene. Yep. We, but we didn't... The uh, actual Amish um, lawyers or whatever coming, coming in. Coming in that look, yeah. That was, <laughs> like, missed that. I, I did like the line where they say, Good luck! <laughs> <laughs> that was actually We really tried. Funny. Good luck. See if you can do better. There were a couple, like, really funny lines. The way they de- were delivered were kind of funny. They they weren't just, like, they weren't good lines, though, overall. Like, well, all the kids shouted their lines, it felt like. <laughs> I felt like I was being yelled at the whole movie. <laughs> like, I, I did like the one line where 
Um, what's the bald guy who kind of runs the club? Stymie? Stymie. He, he tells uh, Spanky to run with the hose, like, run faster, faster, and then they speed up the camera shot, yes. and he just, he says, that is fast. <laughs> it kind of made me laugh. I thought Spanky was one of the worst in terms of just standing so there, bad. shouting every line. Just plant yourself and yell your line, and that was his, his acting method. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was the worst. He was not great as a lady. I thought he was. He did a good job when he got in that tutu scene. Yeah, no, okay, that. he sold that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, we we did, we said it was a soapbox race, but it's a go kart race. Yeah, those go karts oh. just like have a key and they have engines. Yeah, they they have real engines, and that's why it's on a full. Car. That's why I was confused when I there, it was like a whole race, and I was like. How do they soapbox, which is just like a downhill race? Like, how do they do a whole race out of that? Yeah. Uh, That race was also very poorly run. There were no safety standards. Kids could wear any helmets they wanted, no seatbelts. And they went off course and should be disqualified. And that, well, okay, and that race official needs to be fired because he watched them go and he was like, oh crap, fix the sign. Didn't tell anybody else that like three go karts went the wrong way through town and like. Are yeah, he hurt just somebody. stood there in the background as they were driving. Yeah, he away. was just like, "All right, fix the problem. No, <laughs> nothing else I need to do." That yeah, someone's going to get killed. Why were they allowed to use like silly, scre- silly string and like smoke? I and mean, spikes like and... I said, there's clearly no re- safety requirements in this race, so I'm sure there's no rules about equipment either. <laughs> and there's nobody watching them after the after they got off the uh, starting line. It was just like mm-hmm. houses, and like they could just go and do whatever they wanted. Like, why, why are there so many people just at the starting line to not see the race actually happen? They're yeah. seeing this beginning and the end of it. I mean, and they make the race seem like the biggest event, but yeah, you're right. They're all sitting at the starting line. They're going to see the kids go, and then like come back like 20 minutes later and be like, "Oh, someone finished. That, that was very boring for compared to the rest of this carnival." Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. the The whole race was pretty goofy, which in in, in a good way, I suppose, but. I did. I did enjoy it as the climax of the film. Uh, we did say I think that it was the bullies go kart that had the spikes. Um, yeah, it was Waldo's. And it was yeah, Waldo's. Waldo's. Yeah, the rich kids was the one that had like the stuff to come out, but nailed that it was that Darla kicks him out. Yeah, I because mm-hmm. I remember that specifically because and she ends you up nailed the line uh, one by a hair, one by oh yeah because <laughs> I mean that. I feel like the movie is written around that joke. Like they were like, "Okay, we'll we'll have a soapbox derby, and it only makes sense for them to win by Alfalfa's hair." Yeah, um, but yeah, that definitely happened. I, I was impressed. Okay, going back to how big this like go kart race was, they were set up for a photo finish. If I was planning some little kid's go-kart race, I'd be like, no way do we need a camera for this race. <laughs> there is no way that's going to be close. Well, was it Whoopi Goldberg that took the photo finish? I don't know. In that case, I'm I like... I thought she did, but I don't I think remember. she said the one by a hairline. She said the one by the hairline, yeah. Okay, maybe I just associated the two but, together. I don't know. Uh, Whoopi was also great in, <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, well, she had like two lines. Yeah. Did you guys, in the bloopers at the end, did you see the Donald Trump part where he just spits <laughs> out? He He's spits onto a he person. He spits on a person. <laughs> and he says, that was pretty bad popcorn. Yeah, yeah. And the guy just, like, just like, had popcorn spit out on his back. His eyebrows were crazy in this movie. His hair was crazy. Everything was just That's, nuts. I mean, it's Donald Trump. I mean, it's... He's still the same way hey, now. Hey, you're talking about the future president of the United Look, States, sir. I, I hope I so. I agree. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, when he spat on that person, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy. Who does he think he is? I know. He's Donald fucking Trump, <laughs> goddamn he's, he's someone who can spit popcorn on people. Oh, so that, yeah, that was pretty, pretty spot on with most of that stuff. I, it took forever for that go-kart to get stolen. I thought that was going to happen earlier in the film. 
Yeah. And it happens like right before the race. There's almost because some... it's at the talent show. Right. There are some sequences where I feel like they tried to write, you know, write the storyline, and then other sequences where I was just like, uh, "This is nothing. This is boring." Like, what are we watching? They're just here? trying to trying to do things to like push the story along, but they like kind of didn't make sense, or they just weren't good. I also felt like I felt like those two bullies were only bullying them because they were sad that they're not members of that club. I Correct. felt like it's on the kids. I'm like, that's your fault. You turned them into bullies when you like ostracize them from your community. Well, they have to. The guy's name is Woim. <laughs> Woim is a terrible Woim. Uh, what is that? <laughs> I thought it was Roy all uh, along because I was like. That's not a real word. <laughs> I, I like I said, I did a double take because I had the subtitles on. So the very first line when he's like, "Woim, you got it right." I was like, "Is that a typo?" <laughs> like yeah. W O I M is not a name. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys think that like these bullies and a lot of the characters in this movie are from the R Gang series originally? I know like Alfalfa obviously is Darla. I would is. expect it to be. I'm also very been. curious to know like how many of the gags in the film are like throwbacks to the show. I feel like they crammed so many in that, like, a lot of them have to be. Sure. Right. Um, the fire hose, I think, was, maybe? I, I mean, I... That would make sense. Maybe the fishing yeah. one, too? I mean, that I makes it make sense, too. being a thing. Um, I don't think I've seen an episode of it. I've definitely I've seen the Sarah seen Live of version of it, where... Oh, Buckwheat's Eddie Murphy classic? plays <laughs> Buckwheat, yeah. <laughs> and I forget who played Alfalfa, um, but they were good, too. Yeah. So, Okay. I don't think I would recommend this movie. Oh, no. You should never I would, no. Like I said, for all the other films, I'm like, this could hold up or I would watch this with my kids. This is a movie that if they wanted to watch it, I would turn it on for them and be like, all right, have fun. I'll be somewhere else. Because I would not watch that film even with kids. (laughs) A couple uses of CG in this film. The the Rookie of the Year callback where he catches the ball. There's like a CG ball that he catches in his hat. Oh. It's like, oh, like just Rookie of the Year. Um, yeah, it did seem really light because he's just barely hanging on to that hat, and that ball's like the bubbles <laughs> that shoot out of Elf the bubbles. Oh, they yeah, were terrible looking. <laughs> and uh, at the very last scene, a digital dog eye roll. Oh did you yeah, see that? I, I did. So did. Horrendous. It was a throwback to Beethoven, and I almost freaked out. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I think the Beethoven was scarier because I feel like the Beethoven was almost animatronic, like full yeah. animatronic. This was a photo this was of a dog that had its eyes cut out, rolled over. Yeah, yeah and it was oh. like. But I'm telling you, creepy. I had like post-traumatic stress back to Beethoven. I was like, let's not go there. Let's not do it. <laughs> let's not do it. Yeah, that was. <laughs> The, like a nice way to end a film I didn't want to be watching <laughs> was with an awful thing. Why? <clears throat> like all the characters were kind of dressed like they were from the '30s, which I mean, the original show I think was like the '40s and '50s. Yeah, it was, so I mean, I think kind of made sense. Even the 30s I, mean, I think again, itself. that was partly a throwback. Yeah, it's to just the, the gimmick. Game. The same thing with like Beverly Hillbillies. It's like, what do they? What if we didn't change anything about them? We just stuck them in modern times. Maybe like, okay. the same strategy. Yeah, for that's what it seemed like. Got it. And they did that with Brady Bunch uh, too, where they just did they do that with Wayne's World as well? Since she directed that one, well, Wayne's World <laughs> wasn't a sitcom. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, little known fact that Wayne's it's World very little did not start as a '60s sitcom. <laughs> but it would be good as one though. Yeah. They need to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what else in this movie? I don't know. I think I think I'm done. Yeah, about I, th- it. I think we can wrap. It, it up. was a, it was just a rough one. Too many close. It was kind of horrendous. Faces. 
I will say again, Darla's acting is the worst. I laughed so hard at some line deliveries. Oh my god, it was terrible. Yeah, some of these, some beats, like bits of this movie, just like were so ham-fisted in there. Like the plan to get Alfalfa off stage at the talent show when he's blowing bubbles. Like uh, Spanky, like runs back and starts to lower that moon. And I was like, that's not anywhere close yeah, to Alfalfa. I don't know why. So then Alfalfa just back. walks to the moon and then gets hooked by it. And I was like, clearly just making that one work. <laughs> I don't know uh, where that was going. Like, everything seems so forced. And that's just like, yeah, that's just a demic of everything in this film. was. Yeah. Then, I'm sure it wasn't easy. Like, I'm sure there wasn't a whole lot I feel like they could have done. Just because working with kids that young, I'm sure it's very difficult to find 20 that can act. Like, well, not even know. act, just like say their lines. But ugh, the, some of them the last so bad. thing I'll say is if anyone gets a chance to watch this movie or watch it again, look at some of the characters that are just in the background who are part of this club <laughs> who have no lines whatsoever. They look lost throughout all of these scenes. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing, they don't know how to react to anything. They just have, they're like expressionless, just like background characters. And there was a lot. There were so many kids in this freaking club. Like, that's probably why those bullies were upset. There was no one else for them to hang out with because every other male kid in this town was part of this freaking club. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, what are they going to do? Turn to crime. That's what. We're, and they did. And they did. Join us next week as we talk about Jeepers Creepers. Please rate, like, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Find us on Twitter at What We Remember, Instagram at What We Remember, and WhatWeRemember.com. If you're from the Metro Detroit area and you would like to book us for a live podcast and a movie event, contact us at WhatWeRememberEmail at gmail.com. And look at our website, WhatWeRemember.com, for more details. 